The New York Islanders have issues on both sides of the ice right now. We're going to break it all down for you, plus an illness that's affecting the lineup. We'll have the latest, all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could be with us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. We have got plenty to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a, a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's always great to interact with Islanders fans, game time, or any time. Going to start today with uh, an update. Islanders making a move due to some illnesses Uh, Well, one illness in particular, center Casey Sezikis out with a non-COVID illness. So the Islanders bringing up Otto Koivula from Bridgeport in order to uh, have Koivula ready in case Casey Sezikis is unable to play tonight against the Ottawa Senators, a game we will preview a little bit later on in the show. The Islanders have loaned defenseman Samuel Bolduc to the Bridgeport Islanders in order to make room for Koivala on the roster. So, uh, Sezikis will know a little bit more as we get closer to game time whether or not Zeke will be available. If he's not, you're talking about two-thirds of the original identity line being out for this game in practice on Monday. Koivala was centering a fourth line along with Matt Martin and Hudson Fashing. So 
we shall see whether or not that is the way Lane Lambert goes with things uh, coming up, but we'll see what happens. Now, Koivula has played with the Islanders before, played 12 games back in 2019-2020, eight games in 2020-2021. He has two assists in those 20 games uh, with Bridgeport this year, 10 goals and 21 points in 42 games. As for Balduk, uh, he is headed back down. I can't say that I am thrilled with that. But uh, again, with Balduk, I think you're looking at next year being when he will become a full-time NHL player. He certainly did show some... Uh, potential and look rookies guys who are playing in their first six in the case of Bolduke NHL games they're going to have their good moments and their bad moments so shouldn't be a shock that that is indeed the case and hopefully Bolduke will be back if not this year then I think he has a spot on the roster next season if he continues to play well and develop. Meanwhile, uh, you know, we talked a lot yesterday on the show about defense. Well, right now, the, the, the defense is struggling. In our second segment, we'll talk a little bit more about the struggles of the offense. But right now, according to Eric Hornick, who is the official statistician for uh MSG Network and for the Islanders. Islanders are just 4-2-3 and three in their last nine games that they have led after two periods. Okay, 4-2-3, and three, that's not good because you're talking about four wins and five losses when you're leading after 40 minutes. And you know, that is really not going to get it done. So over the course of the season, the Islanders, according to Hornick, lead the league with losing nine points when leading after 40 minutes. And that's leaving points on the table. It just isn't what you expect from a team that's going to make the playoffs. So... Again, the defensive breakdowns, definitely a concern. There are reasons for it, though. Uh, in addition to the, the slight change in strategy that we've seen from Lane Lambert, allowing the defenseman to pinch a little bit more. But what we're not seeing is the forwards getting back the way they used to consistently. Adam Pellick still... Not back to his full self. He missed seven weeks. It is going to take some time. So that has been an issue. Alexander Romanov. Let's face it. Romanov has been struggling as well. And he admitted as much. After Vancouver game, Romanov said that that game was terrible for me. I played really bad. Uh, Romanov did get an assist against Montreal, but uh, not going to get it done. As for Bolduc, uh, Lane Lambert said he, he needed to move his feet a little bit more. Uh, he's so good on breakouts, he's got poise, but the two go hand in hand. If you're not moving your feet, 
it's harder to break the puck out. So that's what Lambert said about Bolduc in the Vancouver game. But the breakout continues to be an issue for the Islanders. So when you have Pelek not playing up to his potential, Romanov being inconsistent, Bolduc, Aho, you know, Bolduc, a younger player, going to be inconsistent. Aho, traditionally inconsistent in his own zone. Mayfield has been turning the puck over a little bit more than usual in recent weeks. It all adds up to defensive breakdowns. And if you go back over the last two games, the game against Vancouver and the game against Montreal, I don't blame either loss on the goalies. And and you had Sorokin playing against Vancouver. You had... uh, uh, you had Varlamov playing against Montreal, but neither one of them played up to their usual standards in those games. I think the good news for Islanders fans, and it's maybe a small consolation, but I think it's an important one. While the Islanders continue to struggle right now, you know, winning four in a row and then losing two winnable games against teams that they are expected to beat, None of the teams that they're battling for the last few wildcard teams, I'll go Pittsburgh, I'll go Detroit, I'll go Washington, Buffalo, none of those teams are particularly hot right now either. Now, the bad news is, if you're the Islanders, you had an opportunity to gain some ground, and since the Islanders have played more games than the teams they're battling, they need to win those games in order to have a chance, but... Right now, nobody's running away with these last playoff spots, and that at least gives the Islanders hope that if they do right the ship and do get things back and going, they have a chance to overcome the deficit and squeak into the playoffs. But again, it's going to take better effort on the Islanders' part, not just the other teams struggling and continuing to struggle. And remember, those other teams are likely to make moves as well at the trade deadline, so we'll see what happens with that. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We're going to answer an email from one of you that breaks down some of the issues with the offense on the Islanders this year. We'll talk about that. We'll preview tonight's game against the Senators. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers to threes drained. And hey, Islander fans, go over to FanDuel. Check out the odds for the Islanders tonight against the Sens. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So here is an email, Adam in uh, in 
Nanamo, and I believe that's in British Columbia, and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Good afternoon, Gil. Uh, of course, I have listened to today's pod, and you've made some great points on the coaching. Now, I know you don't have time. I know you have time constraints, so you can't go over everything that is going on right now with our club. But I did notice a focus on defensive breakdowns and turnovers. What I would like to talk about is what happens once the Islanders gain the offensive zone. Gil, it's the same thing every time. Get the puck to the point and then get it toward the net. Early in the season, it worked well. I was so excited. Dobson would walk to the line in the middle of the ice and let it go. And then teams started to defend this. And now all the point shots come from the left or right point. So what do they do? Nothing. Nothing is changing. Gill game after game, the same thing every time. Rarely do the Islanders get a good cycle going down low. And, you know, it, that helps to wear down the other team. Uh, what did we get Bo Horvat for if we're not going to grind it out down low while Bo mans the slot? That's all I have for you today, Gil. I'm on my way to the barber to shave my head because it just hurts too much pulling all my hair out during the game. Take care and let's go Islanders. Adam in uh, Nanaimo. So, Adam, thank you so much for the email. Let's talk a little bit about the Islanders' offense. It has been better since they got Bo Horvat, at least statistically. Uh, you go back over these games and you know yeah only two goals against Philadelphia but four six and three goals so 13 goals in the last three games or excuse me uh four five and three so 12 goals in the last three games which is four goals uh scored per game on average with the Islanders defense you would think there would be a little bit more uh, wins than going 1-1-1 one, one, and one in those three games. But I think, Adam, what you do point out well is a lack of originality or a lack of adjustment. And the thing about hockey, and really any sport, is that it is a bit of a chess match. And in hockey, traditionally, we talk about the chess match of matching lines. Uh, the home team gets the last change. You want to put out your best checking unit against the other team's best offensive unit. You want your number one defense pair for the Islanders. That's usually Pelic and Pulak out there against Sidney Crosby when, he, when they're playing the Penguins, for example. Understandable. But there are other adjustments that good coaches and good teams make over the course of a game. If the Islanders are forechecking aggressively and the other team adjusts to it, you change it up. Maybe you hang back a little bit and make them adjust. If you are doing what the Islanders, what you describe the Islanders doing, Adam, as far as getting the puck to the point and then going from there, if the other team adjusts to that and pressures the point, maybe you do adjust and go into a cycle. Realistically, you have to mix it up, and we are not seeing as much originality. We are not seeing as much uh, ability to change things up and adjust 
as what we are seeing, you know, as what we'd like to see, rather, from the New York Islanders. So, look, Bo Horvat, four games, three goals, four points. Tough to argue with those numbers. You put that over 82 games, you're doing pretty darn well. But, uh, overall, you want to see some adjustments being made, both game-to-game and in-game. And, again, Lane Lambert is a rookie head coach. And I'm not advocating that he should be fired immediately, but these little adjustment-type things are hopefully something he learns. And, again, the fact that the Islanders, even with Bo Horvat, probably need more team speed and a little bit more offense. I I, I really want to see the team speed because... You know, Adam, you described grinding things out, cycling, going in the corner, and the Islanders used to be very proficient at that. I think that plays more to their strengths in a lot of ways when you've got guys like Zach Parise who can grind it out and Anders Lee who could set up in front of the net and J.G. Pajot. There are players out there who you really can cycle well with and obviously when they're healthy, the identity line, Hudson Fashing is good on the cycle. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Zizekas, Martin, uh, Ross Johnston can cycle when he's in the game. There are times to make these adjustments, and I think we need to see Lane Lambert making more of them. The other aspect, you know, we talked about the trouble breaking out of your own zone. That helps transition. And if you break out of your own zone cleanly and get the puck to guys who can skate like Matthew Barzal, like J.G. Pajot, like Kyle Palmieri. Noah Dobson can certainly skate the puck up. Uh, You get those guys the puck, get some speed going. That opens up different options. You don't always have to dump and chase. You could skate the puck in and try to score on the rush Or at least, again, if they're taking away the dump and chase, go to the rush once in a while. Mix it up. Keep defenses guessing. And that is the way that you rise up through the ranks. Look, right now, the New York Islanders, who have played 56 games, the most of any team in the Metropolitan Division, they're still 20th in the league in goals scored with 162. When you think that Pittsburgh has four games in hand on the Islanders, uh, you know, those numbers, all the the teams in the division, Pittsburgh, Carolina, have four games in hand. New Jersey has four games in hand. The Rangers have three. All of these numbers, the 20th number, will go down if the Islanders keep playing the way they do and everybody else just does what they normally do. And... You know, the adjustment that Lane Lambert made, where you pinch a little bit more and take some chances, the goals against have gone down. The Islanders are 12th in the league in that category. Now, again, with the games in hand, that number should go up slightly. But we are used to, in the Barry Trotz era, seeing the Islanders at least in the top five or six in the league in goals against, and they were there earlier in this season, they've got to get the goals against back down. And, uh, you know, hopefully we will see that 
happen as well. As for the power play, they're up to 27th. Remember, they were dead last uh, about a week ago. So a little bit of hope. I think Bo Horvat has helped in that area. And hopefully the Islanders will continue to, to just find ways to play better. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We've got our full preview of tonight's game against Ottawa, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, a popular goaltender from the early 2010s. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted one supplement that would meet all of my nutritional needs. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. And it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. So now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Islanders and Senators tonight at the UBS Arena. And again, this game vital for the New York Islanders. The Senators playing on Monday night. So it is a back-to-back for the Senators. And right now, Ottawa has Mads Sogard in goal, which means that we will probably not see him uh, tonight. And... uh, A lot of uh, injuries in goal. Cam Talbot now on IR. uh, And the goalie we are likely to see if Sogard is playing tonight, or last night rather, is Kevin Mandeliz. So we'll see uh, what ends up happening there. But the goaltending situation, they are banged up with Cam Talbot hurt, Anton Forsberg not available, and... You know, they are hurting uh, in goal right now, something the Islanders really do need to take advantage of. Uh, Goals for Ottawa, 22nd in the league, 17th in goals against, so they're stronger defensively than offensively. They had a four-game winning streak before uh, losing to Edmonton in their first post-All-Star game and bye contest, which was back on February 11th, and now, of course, playing Calgary. Brady Kachuk leads the team with 52 points. Tim Stolza has 22 goals to lead the team, followed by Claude Giroux at 21, Brady Kachuk at 20, uh, Alex Debrinkit at 17, Drake Batherson 15. So there is offensive talent on this team. They are super dangerous on the power play. And the Islanders 
Got to stop taking those stupid penalties that they've been taking far too often because they're chasing the puck and out of position, especially defensively. Sends power play second in the league, 26.9, almost 27% success rate. Their penalty kill is 12th, 80.6% success rate. So keep in mind that they are... uh, very dangerous with the extra attacker, and the Islanders are going to have to, uh, you know, stay out of the box and do well on the PK. Tim Stolza, Brady Kachuk, and Matthew Joseph, the top line. Ridley Gregg, Alex Dabrinkit, and Claude Giroux, a solid second unit. Shane Pinto centers Tyler Mott and Drake Batherson on the third grouping. And ex-Islander Derek Brassard centers Parker Kelly to his left, Austin Watson to his right on the fourth line. Defensively, uh, Thomas Chabot, Nikita Zaitsev, they're the top pairing. Eric uh, Brandstrom and Artem Zub are the second pairing. And Nick Holden and ex-Islander Travis Hamanick are the third pairing. Again, the goalies right now, Sogard and Mandeliz with Cam Talbot uh, on IR right now, and uh, Anton Forsberg just listed as out. He's not on IR just yet, but overall, this is a uh, Senators team that does not have their top two goalies, and both Forsberg and Talbot has started 25 games each. That is going to hurt them, and it's, again, a situation where the Islanders absolutely need to take advantage Ottawa, I'll tell you, they're a young team overall. They are a, a, a improving team. And even though they are behind the Islanders in the standings, the Islanders cannot afford to take them lightly. But again, the goaltending situation, the fact that the Islanders are at home, and the fact that the Islanders uh, have a couple of days off while Ottawa is playing second game of a back-to-back all working in the Isles' favor. They've got to stay out of the box, clean things up defensively, and that would be the path to victory for this team, and let's hope they can put it all together. Meanwhile, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Monday was the 38th birthday of former Islanders goalie Al Montoya. Il Cubano, as he was nicknamed, a, a native of Chicago, Illinois, went to the University of Michigan for three years, was the Rangers' first overall pick, sixth uh, overall, first round pick of the Rangers, sixth overall in 2004, but never played for the Rangers, played five games for the then Phoenix Coyotes before joining the Islanders in the 2010 2011 season, and boy, did he play well that year. A 2.39 goals against average and a 9.21 save percentage. He went 9.55 for the Islanders that year. Stayed with the Islanders one more season, had a 3.11 goals against an 8.93 save percentage, and then went on to play for Winnipeg, Florida, Montreal, and Edmonton. Spent one last year in the AHL with the Bakersfield Condors before uh, hanging up his skates after the 2018-2019 season. To me, the most memorable game for Al Montoya was a 35-save shutout against the LA Kings. That one coming back on February 19th 
2011, so almost to the date, 12 years ago, that won a home game at the Nassau Coliseum. So happy birthday, Al Montoya, a very popular player with his teammates and with the fans during his brief stay with the Islanders. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. That's going to do it for today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from the Islanders game against the Senators. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!